Baruchah. How are you doing? Um, Baruch Hashem, we are now uh, in New York. We went for some uh, another another part of our journey, some uh, travels to the to the holy city of New York, and uh, Baruch Hashem, we're here. Um, some nice uh, friends helped us with uh, accommodations that's how you say accommodations and um, Baruch Hashem uh, pray for us pray for all the great things that uh, needs to be done for us to accomplish and to succeed and for great things um, to happen for all of us for all our people for all our wonderful friends around the world who are working hard for things to be beautiful, for things to be better, for things to be like they should, like we want them all to be. And um, many of the things that I'm doing are like uh, behind the scene, things that are not uh, always known to you guys. I'm not always sharing um, with every detail and every part of our work about uh, Hashem. There are many, many things that we're doing on daily basis that are helping um, in a straight way or, or, uh, or you know, in, in a more like in a longer way, more complex, but in the end of the day, helping everyone. So, Baruch Hashem, I wanted to, to translate, to read for you a part from Torah 8, Likutei Moharan, second part, second part of the book. And it's written, and I'll just translate it as, as uh, the, in the best way that I can to English. Even though that rebuke is a great thing, means very important thing, and it is on the shoulders of every person of the nation of Israel to rebuke his friend, means to help. When he sees in him that he is not behaving properly, like that it's written in the verse, you must rebuke your friend, your pal. But even though that it's written that we must do that, not every person is worthy to rebuke. Like that Rabbi Akiva said, I'm wondering if in our generation there is a person who is able to rebuke. And if Rabbi Akiva said it 2,000 years ago or so, even more so in our generation that for sure we cannot find a real uh, proper rebuker to come and to rebuke us. Why? Rabbi Nachman is answering. Because if Rabbi Akiva said it in, that's, uh, that I read, the if Rabbi Akiva said it in his generation, even more so in our generation, who can rebuke? Because when the rebuker is not worth it to rebuke, then not only that, that he is not useful in his rebuke, worse than that, he is also bringing bad smell into the souls of the ones who are listening to his rebuke. He is damaging his students. 
people came to him to listen and to hear words of wisdom, words of Torah, and they're receiving rebukes from his mouth, and he is not a worthy person to rebuke others. And who is a person who is not worthy to rebuke? A person that is not perfect, a person that is not correct, uh, corrected, then he is not able to rebuke. And Rabbi Akiva wondered on that, I'm wondering if in our generation there is someone who is worthy to rebuke. So like, if you think you're better than Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and better than Rabbi Eliezer Ben Horkanus, so you can rebuke. But if you know yourself that you're so damaged, so how can you rebuke others? And Rabbi Nachman is explaining why. Because not only that, that that person who wants to rebuke won't help the people who listens to his rebukes, even worse than that, also his rebuke will wake up a bad smell of the bad actions and bad attributes of the people that he's rebuking them. For an example, like that something that has bad smell is lying on, on the ground. As long as you don't touch that thing, some garbage, something filthy, something rotten, something that stinks, and it's standing somewhere, as long as you don't move that thing from that place, no one feels the bad smell in the same way by the rebuke of someone who is not worthy to rebuke. By that you're moving and waking up the bad smell of the bad actions and bad attributes of the people that he is rebuking them. And this is how he makes those people stink. He makes them have bad smell. And by that he is bringing weakness to their souls. And by that the spiritual bounty and the physical bounty is being stopped from all the worlds who are depend in those souls. Let's say that those people who listens to that rebuker has certain spiritual merits, certain amazing, um, amazing rights and bounty they deserve because of good actions of theirs or because of bounty of their ancestors or some mitzvot or good deeds that they made in their past or in their lives. And now that bounty is coming down to the world because of them. Now by being rebuked by someone who is not worthy to rebuke them, that bounty that until now was coming down to the world will be stopped because of the bad smell that that rebuker is causing to their souls. You're, you're destroying your students. Not only that, you're not helping them to improve. You're killing them and you're killing their families and the world who depends on them are losing their bounty, their spiritual bounty and their, and their physical bounty. Because the main way that the soul is receiving its life is from the smell. Like that it's written in the Gemara, in the Talmud, where did we learn it from that we should say a blessing on good smell? That the verse is saying, all the soul will praise God. And from that verse we saw that the soul is praising God 
And what is that thing that the soul is enjoying from and not the body? The Gemara is answering, the Talmud is answering, you should answer, it's the smell. The body is not enjoying smell, but the soul is enjoying the smell. Your physical body cannot enjoy smell, but when you smell and you enjoy from that smell, it's the joy of your soul that you're feeling. And therefore, that, and, and therefore, because of that rebuker, that he is bringing bad smell to those souls, by that their soul is getting weaker because she is supposed because she takes pulls her its life from the smell and because of that rebuke the bounty is stopping from coming down from all the worlds who depends on them but when the rebuker is worthy to rebuke if you know that you're perfect in that thing and that you doing it like in 100% clean way, really, only in a perfect way, better than Rabbi Akiva, okay? It's a joke, right? Like to think that, that we have any way to be better than Rabbi Akiva, better than Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, better than Rabbi Eliezer Ben Horkenus, better than, than, than all those righteous people, we can rebuke better than them. Yeah, it's a joke. But when the rebuker is worthy to rebuke, so then he's adding and putting good smell in the souls by his rebuke. Because the rebuke should be in the aspect of the rebuke of Moses, that Moses rebuked the nation of Israel for the act of the golden calf, that they made a golden calf, that they were worshiping an idol, a golden calf. And by his rebuke, he put good small smell in them. He made them smell well, smell good. How? Because it's written. By the rebuke, in the Gemara, in the Talmud, it's written. By the rebuke of Moses on the golden calf's action, he added and put in them good smell that is in the aspect of the food of the soul that's what it's written nirdi natan recho nirdi means on on moses Mo moses was rodebahem he was rebuking them and he put good smell of of flowers in them that's what moses did with his rebuke so he fed their souls because the main way that the soul is receiving its power is from its life is from this from the smell like we learned and by the voice of the worthy rebuker by that the souls are receiving the good smell that is the food of the soul those are wonderful um words of of torah and of course that every one of us needs to take that personally to himself and of course that also if you hear other people who are rebuking you need to understand that they're just causing damage to you by their rebuke so stay away and protect uh, your precious soul from a rebuke from a person that is not worthy to rebuke this is one thing and second that if you look at life in reality let's say if you're a parent or if you're going to try to remind yourself of certain things that happened when you rebuked 
your your children or when you try to to show or to prove someone that he's wrong and like by rebuking them in a harsh way in a, in, in, a, in a strict way in a hard way tell me if you have any experience um, in that aspect in that uh, area that was successful tell me if you ever saw a great success by rebuking someone a child or a partner for life or a friend like when you try to tell him like you did this wrong and that was wrong and this like it breaks the spirit of the people who who listens to it and especially in our generation where our souls are so broken and we're so like down and you don't need much to break our spirits you know everyone are super sensitive and so like barely barely holding on and walking on such thin ice in every moment so this is why it's like uh, it's so useless to go with that uh, energy of, of uh, imagine to yourself that you're a worthy rebuker. It's written, it's written in the in the Talmud. Before you come to pick a, a tiny chip of wood from the eyes of your friend, remove the beam of wood from your own eyes. When you go, when you look at someone else and you see tiny defaults, tiny problems in him and like you look at the mirror. He's a mirror for you. He's a reflection for you to correct yourself. When you look at someone and you see that he has some problem, some issue, take that lesson for yourself first and, and understand how impure you are on that topic and how much help you need to get to heal yourself from those issues. I know about myself that many times when I'm telling things to my children, like why are you doing this, why are you doing that, and I'm trying to explain to them what they're doing, I like I, I immediately I hear myself rebuking myself. I hear that godly voice inside my soul telling me, look at yourself, like your children are, are your reflection. It's so clear that they're just like, doing what you do. They're just like reflecting to you the issues and, and the problems that you have. And also if you have some self-awareness, you know that you can recognize defaults in others only when they're familiar to you from your own self, from your own life experience. And uh, you know, it's kind of a joke when you are not corrected to go and to try to correct others. It's like to go and to clean a stain with filthy, filthy hands. There is a tiny stain on the shirt and you come with hands that full of mud or greasy oil or something like that, filthy on your hands and you, uh, let me fix it, let, I'll, I'll fix it. What are you doing? Like, how can you fix something that you are that that you are twisted that you are wrong that you are bent in that same thing how how like a sick doctor someone that is sick can go and heal other people no you're sick go heal yourself and come back to function first of all you need to correct yourself like that it's written first of all you need to rebuke yourself you need to correct yourself short means bring yourself to the truth first of all you need to to correct yourself and to bring yourself to the truth and then you can go and teach other people a few days ago i sat 
in the evening with my wife and we spoke and she told me some memories from her childhood and I told her some memories from my childhood and like we saw like we're so packed with with unpleasant experiences and such like hectic hours and difficult times in our lives like life is so not simple so so hard sometimes like every one of us we're going through such hell so many difficulties so many challenges now on top of all that burden all that pain you want to come with those crazy weights and put them on the back of a person who listens to you who who comes to listen to you like a child of yours or a student of yours that is coming to hear your classes or something or or your talks or a friend who comes like to he came to chill by your place he came to to listen to you he came to 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 take some positive energy from you i know that a friend of mine few weeks ago i that's not the reason why 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 i spoke about this today but a friend of mine like two three weeks ago sent me a message from like a friend from israel and told me like something about myself that he like realized that i'm wrong in that thing and like it's so it's so unpleasant you know someone wants to tell you something there there are ways to say that and and okay like i know that many many times in my life i was able to hear a rebuke but the rebuke needs to come from a person that you know in 100% that he loves you that he really cares about you and it's so rare to find someone that is like all the way with you that he loves you so much that you will never doubt his love to you and but if you doubt his love already you the bridge is is is, is blocked you know it's like the information cannot pass anymore the rebuke cannot cannot come anymore the lesson cannot pass so spare yourself from the inconvenience and try to find wiser ways loving ways gentle ways sensitive ways to help your friend to rise and to shine and to bloom Baruch Hashem we're doing big things we're doing wonderful things we um, we started a fundraiser on our pages on Facebook and we send a video also on YouTube and we're asking everyone please help us and support our project those are critical days and um, a friend of ours a woman named Esther also made a video explaining the importance of charity you can see that on our uh, pages on most of our pages as well and try to listen to those wonderful talks and and try to understand the importance of giving and especially to this wonderful non-profit organization of ours the Amuna project Amuna with an H in the end that is such a life-saving project such a amazing amazing organization and um, I'm the founder of that project and I'm the one behind the content and I'm the one who who delivers and brings the vision of helping everyone on earth and reaching out to everyone who has a heart and is willing to correct himself and to follow the voice of truth that is shining from 
within all the souls, with no exceptions, all the holy souls. And, um, and everyone should join us, everyone should hold hands with us in our battle for success, in our war for victory, to bring the complete redemption and to redeem the whole world from its darkness and from his difficulties. And we're here to win. We are here to succeed. So give us a hand and show us your love and your appreciation. And may the blessing of the Creator hover upon us all and by the merit of your generosity. And also, if people are not able to donate and, uh, and finding it hard right now, this is, there, there, there is no problem with that as well. We understand that all the world are experiencing great difficulties and very hard time of constrictions and judgments and there is a spiritual war on our generation but we are strong and our brotherhood and our friendship and our love is unstoppable and unbreakable and we're here to rise and to shine together and the future ahead of us is promising and beautiful and we should cheer ourselves and cheer our friends and support each other as much as you can and sometimes even with a good word a compliment um, a comment uh, any 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 small thing gesture that you you do that you give to another even a smile even a smile and I can remind myself should remind myself to smile as well um, is a life-saving is a life-saving so Baruch Hashem we are already very deep into our success and every tiny step that we're making toward the goal of bringing the complete redemption to the world and that death will disappear from the world and the darkness won't exist anymore no more plagues, no more illnesses, no more sadness, no more, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more rage and, 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 and any, any bad aspect of life will disappear from the world. Any step that we're making toward that success is a huge success. It's an enormous success and we're all in it together to bring the complete victory and redemption to the whole world and that the temple of our beloved creator the God Hashem Elohei Israel Melech the king of Israel that he's the king of all nations that he's the king of the whole wide world his kingship will stand forever and will be known and we will crown him together in the holy city of Yerushalayim in the day of redemption, day of our complete salvation and his house that will be called in that day the house of prayer for all nations will be the one that we will visit all together as one. Moses back then was able to bring all the people of Israel to stand, to stand between two fabrics, between two mechitzot in, in, in such a, a place of like like one feet two feet like Dalit Amot I don't know how much is it in feet exactly but uh, like a tiny space like 
like like I don't know like two two feet on two feet he was able to bring all the nation of Israel to stand in that place and to and to see the the face of God and to enjoy the illumination of the temple when the complete redemption will take place all the world will come and stand in that place all the nations all the people will be able to access into the temple and to visit the holiest and higher than holiest place of them all and to see the face of God and to enjoy his glory and his blessing and his grace forever and that will be our inherit that will be our blessing that will be our reward that will be our um, eternal rest and success and may all our prayers of all of us will be answered in no time and will experience a great salvation personally individually and generally to the whole public to the whole world and take it easy and be the best that you can and more than that you cannot do be positive and continue with your great work may Hashem bless us all as one Amen Shum dafa vado, yatsoti.